Joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline for a little OGOT is the Attorney General for North Carolina, Josh Stein. Josh, welcome back to the show. Good to be with you. So last time we talked to you, we were talking to you about what was going on with Tez Walker, North Carolina, a letter that you had written on behalf of Tez Walker and, and you know, getting over these transfer portal rules. And I think both Joe and I were like, okay, this is great that it's for Tez and I understand the pull, but what about everybody else? That's right. Looks like you're following up on that uh, with a recently released press statement and an action with a, with a couple of other, uh, other attorneys generals from other state uh, in that you are actually going after the NCAA with an action to get rid of the transfer portal altogether. What's the plan here? Yeah, absolutely. So we heard about the Tez case. That's what put this issue really squarely on my radar. And then when I heard, Whenever I heard from another institution, we looked into it and, you know, I wrote a letter to the NCAA on behalf of Efton Reed at Wake Forest. Now, while I didn't hear from any other schools in North Carolina, I'm certainly aware as a sports fan that there are other student athletes similarly situated, whether they're at ECU, State, UNC Charlotte. And rather than play whack-a-mole and go athlete by athlete, we just need to get rid of the rules so that all of these young people can get on the court immediately. And we're seeking immediate relief to strike down the transfer eligibility rule because it's inhibiting the ability of young people to do whatever it is that they desire, which is to play and compete. And there is, it's against the law. There's no legal basis for this restraint on their ability to pursue their dreams. All right. So at what point is the NCAA allowed to make its own rules? And at what point does the greater good of say, the public schools of the state of North Carolina become your concern? Well, my concern is the law first and foremost. And so there, the NCAA, I'm not trying to strike down the NCAA as an institution. There's a valid reason to have an association of schools that oversees athletic competition, that sets common rules, defines what the, the size of the court is, organizes the postseason tournaments, although I guess we can have uh, problems with the NCAA and uh, Florida State getting screwed. Uh, but this is squarely and purely about the transfer eligibility rule, because mm -hmm. what it says is, is that a young person can transfer from one school to another one time, but then they cannot transfer any other time without sacrificing a year of their eligibility when they may be in good academic standing and squarely on track to graduate. And there's no valid basis to keep a kid from pursuing his or her dreams at a different school. There's no restriction on coaches transferring. Ask the Duke football players about Elko leaving. There's mm -hmm. no restriction on administrators leaving. Look at Guskowitz. He's considering going from UNC. I don't know if he will or not. Uh, and at the last check, it looks like he's stepping down from North Carolina to take the Michigan State job. There's no restriction on music scholars from going from one school to another and playing in the school symphony. The only restrictions on athletes. And if you're going to restrict somebody's ability to pursue their dreams, you have to have a valid pro competitive reason for doing so. And there are none. To be clear, they're, they're trying to restrict it the second time where I could see in the world of NIL, I, I would have a problem. Let's just say, let's just use a, a local example. Let's just say you're, you're, 
Josh Stein had a star tennis player and wanted to play at NC State their freshman year. The next year, Carolina paid them more money. Then the next year, they wanted to go play more, pay for more money at Carolina, at Duke, right? I mean, you, you, can, you can understand why competitively that can be a problem. I guess what I'm saying is the NCAA is saying you could do this once. Why are they? Why does the NCAA not have the right legally to say you can't do it twice? Be, for the same reason that if you're a fast food worker at one fast food store, and there were these no poach agreements that the restaurants had with each other that said, "You don't hire my workers, I won't hire your workers," and that is squarely illegal because. A worker should be able to pursue what's in their own best interest. And the restaurants, we're not allowing them to do them. We've struck down those agreements. Similarly, a college student is going to determine for him or herself what's in their own best interest. And that's just their right under the law. This is America. You pursue what's in your interest. Uh, and that's an, this is a perfect example where someone should be able to do what's going to help advance their career the best. If I can put on the I'm married to a lawyer and occasionally pick up on things hat. If there were consideration for the student athletes or the athletes for where they are, like let's take Charlie Baker, the NCAA president that is trying to change the governance, trying to change uh, how the football or sports in general is structured by coming up with another tier where essentially they become employees of the university through a trust, through an NIL trust. Once that gets put into place, or if this were put into place, would that change, in your opinion, the the ability f or movement of restriction? Because there's consideration, there's money changing hands here? Possibly. I mean, it would depend on, I mean, the reason why you can have limits on free agency and baseball and other professional sports is because there's an agreement between the employees and the management. Mm -hmm. Employees can actually they can contract away their rights under the law. And if the student athletes agreed that in exchange for some form of compensation, they were willing to limit their ability to go at their own will from one school to another, then that is absolutely a possibility. So back to what, back to what you are specifically doing here with the other attorneys general, but, in, but tying it into everything else that the NCAA is, is dealing with right now. Um, do you find that the NC, do the NCAA presidents, does Charlie Baker, the people he has to speak to, do they understand, in your opinion, all of the outside pressure that's coming their way to cause this change? Or do you expect them to fight this, to, to keep these restrictions in place? Because every time they go to court, they seem to lose. I mean, they went all the way to the Supreme Court and they were told, yeah, yeah, no, guys, let's not do this. How do you see this playing out? I hope that they're reasonable about this. I mean, we reached out to them. We got a letter back that said pound sand. Other state AGs reached out to them. They got similar reactions. Uh, my phone will continue to operate even after we filed this lawsuit today. If they want to come to us with some kind of rule that allows students to transfer from one school to another, as long as they are in good academic standing and on track to graduate, then, you know, we can get rid of the lawsuit. But if they refuse to uh, make any uh, allowances, then obviously we're going to pursue this thing to get it struck down. We're seeking emergency relief because there are basketball players 
at schools all across this country, including here in, in North Carolina at, at ECU and I believe at, at State, of young men who are in this very same circumstance. And they should be able to play in the next game. And that's why we're trying to move so quickly is to get this rule struck down immediately so that young athletes across this country can do what they want to do, which which is to play the game. Josh Stein, Attorney General, North Carolina. We appreciate the time as always. Let's catch up again in the future to see if you uh, get any other letters from the NCAA where they tell you not to pound sand. Appreciate Let's it. See. All right. Y'all take care. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.